Welcome to You Need Some Grace, the podcast with no description because I don't like being boxed in and we talk about some really random stuff here. I am your podcast host, you guessed it, Grace, and I'm really excited about today's episode. I had my best friend River on the podcast. We talked about some of the differences between the West in the South, being that she is from Wyoming and I am from Mississippi. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Welcome to <laughs> You Need Some Grace. Woo-hoo! Okay, so I have my best friend River on the podcast today. And before we get started, I'm going to explain how I know River because I also feel like that's important context. Yes, I think this is super important. I, you know, and it's going to be fun to show it from my angle too and then get your input. Absolutely. I absolutely love this story. Every time I hear it, it makes me laugh so hard. Okay, so I wonder if I can tell it different and make it, you know, a little spicy, a little different, you know? <laughs> um, so River and I met because I was starting, to, first of all, context. We went to the same college. And just for the sake of communication purposes, I'm going to act like nobody on this listening to this podcast knows what Mississippi College is. But you don't have, like, fraternities and sororities. You have clubs and tribes. So clubs are for the boys. Tribes are for the girls. And every club and tribe would choose one person, one lucky winner. Oh, um, my <laughs> To be of the opposite gender, to be the either brother or sister to that pledge class. So River was chosen by Redirect. <laughs> Those poor suckers. Those poor suckers had no idea. They probably thought you were so sweet. Malik so- knew. Mal- <laughs> Malik knew. No, here's the thing. All these boys had no clue what they were signing up for. Malik, on the other hand, the one who nominated me, he knew. He knew. He, he had a plan. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love it. And he was thinking, these bunch of crackheads, they need somebody to keep them in line. <laughs> we need to get River in here. So, when I started, really the only time that River became relevant to me was because I started hanging out with Zach. And Zach, here's the other thing, too. I didn't like River the same way that a lot of MC girls just didn't like sweethearts. And it's not anything against them. It's honestly, it's a two-way street of, like, I think all the non-sweethearts were like, oh my god, these are such pick-me girls. And then the other side of it was just, like, you were just, like chosen to be alienated by the rest of the female population of this college. Um, So that's hard. Not just the female population, also the male population. Yeah, so one of the unspoken but spoken but also not well-followed rules is that you're not supposed to date the sweethearts or the bows, which would be the male version of a sweetheart. Um, You're not supposed to, but that's not a regularly followed rule necessarily. We know several marriages because that's not followed. (laughs) But what that did mean is that I was brother-sister zoned, which I was for 95% of the time totally on board with. Mm -hmm. I was brother-sister zoned by pretty much all of the guys that I hung out with. Yeah. And any of the guys that were not in Rotaract that I hung out with were, like, kind of threatened off by the Rotaract boys. That is... I can see that. That is like having... 20 brothers. Yeah. That's hard to break through. Mm-hmm. No wonder you'll have to end date. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's absolutely. That's the only people they'll be okay with. Yes. Oh, wow. What a, what a scenario um, that I did not find myself in. So anyway, River was also, I say was, this is a, this is not the right verb for this. River is, again, assuming that nobody 
on this listening to this podcast knows who like what River looks like. She is like hot oil <laughs> in a pan that's been sitting there for like ten minutes on high heat. Like she's smoking hot. Okay. So oh my goodness. it makes perfect sense that if I'm starting to like this guy that is best friends with this smoking hot <laughs> sexy girl that I'd be like, mm, I don't think I like her. So that was the scenario that we found ourselves in. I was talking to Zach. He was like, yeah, my best friend, like River and Sammy. And I wasn't really threatened by Sammy. She's just really like, she's very nice. And just like one of those like sweetie girls. And then it was like River, which you were like, I just feel like nobody truly like knew what to do. You know what I mean? So very much not a sweetie girl. Also honored kind. that you thought I was that hot. So kind and so loving, but also she can be really feisty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, where a lot of girls would be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. like River's like, no. Oh, <laughs> so. And on that note, that is how Grace got to know me. It's true. And me. then I fell in love with her. And I fell in love with her. No, I was in the background, like, hyping my boy Zach up. to like date this girl because Zach also hadn't really talked to girls. It's true. Didn't really know what to do. (laughs) Was very scared. He was like, oh my gosh, this beautiful woman, Grace, she's talking to me and I don't know what to do. And I was like, my dude, you got this. This is what we do. Go for it. I'm pretty sure the only reason that Zach even started making moves on me was because River was like, do it, do it now. Probably. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, that's how I know River. Since, and it's funny, even when Zach and I were talking about getting married, he was like, I would really love it if you would have, like, River and Sammy in the wedding. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll do it for you. Like, if I have to, I guess it makes Like, I need to fill spots. I don't have as many friends as you do. Like, that makes perfect sense. And then by the time the wedding came around, I was like, no, they're in it for me. Like, these are my friends. Go get your own friends. We have multiple group chats, the three of us. And it's hilarious that we were Zach's friends first. Because we all knew we were just in it to get to Grace at the end. It's true. Shout Mm -hmm. out to Sammy. Also, sweetie girl. We love you. The best. The best. She's going to be on the podcast, too. One day. Yes. One day soon. When we go on our book vacation, all three girls were doing the podcast. Yes. Y'all, we have this idea that we want to go on uh, this idea. Like, Instagram did not feed it directly to us. um, To go on this, like, mountain vacation with pretty much all we do is, like, drink fancy drinks, like, coffee, and... Read books. That's really it. That's the gist. Yes. Make some tea, read some books, sit in front of a fireplace. Yes, the fireplace is a must. Catch up on all the tea. That is the story of how I met your mother. So the reason I met Grace is because I moved to Mississippi from Wyoming. That is true. Bizarre. And now I have moved from Mississippi to Colorado. Which gives us a unique perspective of some culture shocks that we both have from her going from this, like, north slash western area. Because she's also from, like, North Dakota, too. So I feel like you have a lot of, like, northern influence as well. Um, To the south. And then my experience thus far of coming from the south to the west and what we've experienced. So should we rock, paper, scissors? Or do you want to get into it? Oh, no. Let's rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Ah, I won. So what does that mean? Do I go now? You go first. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. 
So also, I've noticed that I always pick paper and you always pick scissors and you always beat me. I need to change it up a little bit. You know, bit. everyone picks scissors first, but then I think I go to paper and people... No, I go to... Mm, I don't remember. You always do scissors oh, go to and rock. I always do paper. And I think people do paper next after scissors. And that's my biggest downfall mm. as a human being. Going from the South to the West, three of the main culture shocks that I've experienced thus far. Number one, diversity. There's not a lot of diversity in the West. Coming from, and I'm sure I could like pull up stats and everything, but you don't need them. There's just no diversity. I feel like it like takes a lot to come across somebody that's not just like white. And that bothers me. 100%. So, like, over 90%, I do know some of the stats off the top of my head. Oh, queen. Go. Um, over 90% of, like, most Northwestern states is all white. I don't think Colorado is 90, but, like, Wyoming is, like, 95, I'm pretty sure. Montana wow. is also, like, 90-something. North Dakota, South Dakota is also in the 90, 95 range. It's a little nuts. We're pretty white bread up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know why... <laughs> I don't know why they're staying away. You know what I mean? Like, I have a friend that is not white, and I know exactly what he would say. What would he say? He would say, that's cold, and that's some white people-ish. That is true. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I was about to say, is it the weather? Like, I'm pretty sure it's the weather. Yeah. But anyway, I guess that does make sense. I hate the cold. We'll get to it. Um, Number two is the air quality and the lack of humidity here. Somebody said that they had to get a humidifier and I wanted to punch them in the face. Like, I was like, why would you introduce humidity? Like, shut up. Because I'm so used to the South where it's, like, suffocating. And also, Zach is from Louisiana, so we go to, like, Louisiana, New Orleans area all the time, which is just, like, double humidity. Yes. It's like a blanket of water on you as soon as you're outside. Sweating. I will put... I will... I'm going to rope this into the second point. Sweating is different here. When I sweat, oh my god, this makes me sound like I'm on something. I'm not. But <laughs> when I sweat here, it feels like I'm just like sparkling. Yes. Oh, like, no. it feels like yes. I get it. I okay. get it. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I totally get it. When I'm here and I'm like at home, I'm like, oh, a sweaty run, a sweaty workout, right. no big deal. I go to the south and I walk outside in August and I am immediately drenched, drenched. in sweat. And I completely understand. So and it doesn't dry. No. It doesn't dry. It just sticks there. It's always there. Like, you can literally get out of the shower and it's still there. Yeah. Whereas here, it's like, I feel like I, I dry off. My sweat just, like, evaporates. evaporates immediately. Yes. Yeah. But honestly, I kind of don't like the sparkly feeling. I, I oh. feel, I don't know. Part of me is like, ooh, glittery, sparkly, cute. <laughs> but then the other part of me is like, I don't like the sensation of feeling sparkly in certain like, if I'm, like, sweating on my inner thighs. Okay, that's And it fair. just feels like there's a little glitter in my thighs. I don't like it. That's uh. fair. Personally, I will say this. Sometimes the sweaty thighs really do help with that thigh chafing. Okay. And so the glitter feeling is not it. Not, not it. But I will take the glitter feeling over the swampy feeling. Yeah. Just... Or the, like, I literally feel like I took a shower. Yes. Just from, like, going on a brisk walk. Five million times out of five ten. five minutes. I will take the glitter feeling. Yeah, I'll take it too. Um, it just took a lot of getting used to. Like, yes. I was like, why do I feel like I'm literally sparkling water? Mm-hmm. I am sparkling water. Um, the third point was people don't get married here. And this is 
obviously big culture shock coming from the South because another thing that I feel like even points it even harder for both of us is it wasn't just the South. It was like small private Baptist college South. Like it's as South as you can get, you know? Yes. You have the super Baptist kids. Yeah. Like you have the kids that are the Mormon equivalent of Christians in the South. Yeah. Like the Mormon West, the Western Mormons that's some of the Baptist Southerners we had in the yeah. South. Like, homeschooled the whole way. Mm-hmm. They have, like, seven brothers and sisters. They're going to get married and pop out some babies right. by and, like, the, the time plan. they're 23. Yeah, and, like, that's the plan. Like, the plan is to go to college and get married. I I didn't, I don't know if I, you know what? I'll be self-aware. I went into it thinking I'm probably going to be married by the end of this. Mm-hmm. I think I thought that. I think once I actually started dating Zach, I was like, oh, shoot, it's real. (laughs) Like, it is happening. And so that was weird. But it wasn't... mm, I feel like also when people hear that, they think, oh, you compromised. Which is not always the case. We know people, beautiful, wonderful people that got married, either right outside of college or are getting married now. That, like, beautiful couple. It just so happened that it's like you were in that culture. So, of course, you're like, you're going to give in to the whole, like getting married younger. It works. Yes. For some people. Also, just, you are in an environment of a lot of young people who have a lot of similar beliefs and similar, like, life views as you. And so, yeah, I would be honestly shocked if more of them, like, didn't couple up. Right. It would be, honestly, it'd be a waste of time if you didn't at least try. (laughs) It kind of seems like. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. I I didn't date in college. (laughs) So. (sighs) But. I do feel like it's like, hey, as far as... Because, like, making friendships and stuff outside of college is really hard. Yes. So I feel like it's like, if we're going to be here and we're going to narrow down this whole pool of people that I could date to people that I know have the same belief system as me, which obviously as Christians is a really big deal, then, like, freaking go for it. Go wild. But obviously have a lot of discernment and ask God. Um, (laughs) Yeah, people don't get married here. I remember somebody... Who was it? Oh, locksmith came over to our house when we first moved in here, and he was like, said something about, um, oh, are y'all married? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, oh, y'all look so young. And Zach and I were like, yeah, we're at 24. And he was like, oh, my gosh, like, y'all are babies. And he was like, but, I mean, go for it. Like, he was really nice about it. He wasn't, like, judgy or anything. He was just like, that's so young. But he was also from New York. That was, like, his only experiences had been New York, New Jersey, and Colorado. So I was like, I can get also the, the like, yeah, there's just a lot of cultural differences there that, but yeah, I mean, people just don't get, and it's like people are in long-term relationships for, like, literally 10 years and they're they're not married. Yes, 100%. So I think... I'm trying to think. We've had a couple more marriages in, like, the last year, but I graduated with a class of, like, 75 kids, and I'm 24, almost 25, and I think 10 or less of my classmates are married. Wow. And only, like, three of them have kids, and two of them had kids out of wedlock. Like, only one of them is, like, married and has a kid, and she's Mormon. But... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, beside the point, but anyway. But anyways, yeah. No, most of them are not married, and it's like, yeah, you're young if you get married before, like, 28-ish. Oh, man. And that is not to also perpetuate the idea that marriage is somehow this, like, token of success 
or maturity because it absolutely is not. It's just so funny to me. Yeah, how people are like, it's almost like in the South, people are like too marriage ready. Like they're too ready to be like, let's get married. Yes. And they kind of don't take it seriously enough versus more Western. It's like people just don't like, it's it's not this like sacred, I don't know. It's just not. Yeah. It's like you take marriage too seriously to the point where it's um, intimidating and you don't really want to do it. Yeah. It's like, well, why would I put that pressure and that expectation on myself when we can just live together or whatever? Yeah. That's what most of my friends have said. And then also a lot of them have said, which is like really funny to me, that they want to live together before they get married because, and their comments are always, well, what if they're messy or they like put their socks on weird? And I'm like, if you love this person. Should it matter? Yeah. Like, if the way they put their socks on or the way they load the dishwasher is enough to, like, stop you from sharing your life with them, yeah, I don't think you should have married them right. to begin with. I don't with. think they're the problem. Also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if they're both in the spot where they're, like, they love each other, they say they want to spend their lives together, they're both, like, financially in a spot where it's okay, but they're just very comfortable in their own, like, place, in their own space, mm-hmm. and they don't want to combine. Because of the fact that marriage gets talked up to the point where it's kind of a scary thing mm. in a lot of Western culture, in my opinion. Interesting. Because, like, it's not usually, oh, you're young, oh my gosh, that's so exciting, Um, for example, Mm. my sister got married this last summer and she is still in college. And a lot of my friends, when I told them were like, oh my gosh, is is she going to drop out of school? Is she going to finish school? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, why would she? I'm sure they were also like, is she pregnant? (laughs) Yes. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And I was like, no, um, they just don't see the point in waiting. Yeah. And so, I don't know. If you already know, then go for it. Exactly. You're in a position where it makes sense and go for it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do see that. Okay, anyway, um, for the west to south, take Ooh. it away. Okay, so these are things that 18-year-old River was flabbergasted <laughs> by. And I'm so excited. And the first one, honestly, was the fact that leggings in the south were seen as kind of inappropriate or trashy. And my, like, Mountain West brain was... Just, like, what? Yeah, these are so practical. Like, why? Yes. Yeah, versus in the South, it's like, oh, you want skin-tight clothing? You just want to show off your legs and your butt? Like, <laughs> that's it? And no. meanwhile, I'm thinking, like, oh, my gosh, yeah, these are my ski leggings. I'm going to go hike in these. Like, why? What's wrong with them? Yeah. And they're just so practical, and I'd never really thought about the fact that I was, like, so, quote-unquote, showing off. So, at your school in high school, wait, did y'all have to wear uniforms? Nope. Okay. Were you allowed to wear leggings to, yes. and like, with no restrictions? Yeah. We didn't have any restrictions. Like, you didn't have to wear... I know some girls had to wear, like, a dress over them or, like, a long enough shirt to cover their butt. No. We didn't have any restrictions. Yeah. We definitely... I've literally, in middle school, got, like, sent home for wearing leggings because my t-shirt only covered my butt and didn't go, like, further down my leg. Oh my gosh. Like it wasn't fingertip <laughs> roll. Do you want me to wear like a oh. a shirt that's like four sizes larger than me? Yeah. Just so I can wear leggings. It was so frustrating. Yes. Oh, bouncing off of that with just clothes in general. Mm-hmm. The big t-shirt thing, I did not understand. Really? No. Girl, I'll live by that. That is my code of honor. <laughs> um, if, no. I will never deny the long t- like I, or the extra large 
Oh, I love it. I've gotten so free. I've gotten a little bit more on board now because Mm -hmm. I like to wear them when I sleep. But I like a t-shirt that fits me. Mm -mm. And so I always like get just my regular size when I get t-shirts. And that was just like bizarre Mm. to girls when I was in college. I would legitimately rather walk around butt naked than with (laughs) a shirt that fits me. Like you will never catch me in a shirt that fits me. Not even at work. Oh my gosh. I just, it's not part of my religion. So (laughs) yeah. But yeah, the leggings thing, Mm -hmm. that's, yes, that's real. Um, oh. the other thing, tank tops. Well, yes. I don't know if y'all wore those a lot. Well, I guess it gets hot yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, my mama, I love you. I'm sorry. Um, my mom would get on to me so hard to the point that she threatened to like burn my tank tops because they showed my sports bra. Oh. Like those tank tops that yes. started coming in trend, like when we were in high school, like middle school. Yeah, she literally was like, those are the trashiest things, like, and, and, like, we couldn't, I couldn't wear them to church, like, not, obviously not on, like, Sunday morning or whatever, but just, like, Wednesday night youth stuff, like, could not wear that because your sports bra was showing, God forbid. And now I wear a sports bra literally just bearing it all to the world now, so take that, mama. Are you talking, like, the comfort colors, like, Mm -hmm. really blocky tank tops? Yeah. Okay. Never seen one of those in my life before I went to the South. Really? Yes. Not a thing here. So interesting. And, well, okay, that's not true. Sometimes they're a thing if it's, like, the... The, the families that do, like, matching vacation t-shirts. Okay. Sometimes they would have them. But yeah. But other than that, you never really very saw special them. occasion. Yes. Okay. We got and them for, like, sports, like, sports events. We had, like, color guard tank tops that we had to wear. Like, dance team tank tops we had to wear that were, like, those comfort colors. They were so in style. And I know that every Southern girl had a fight with her Baptist mother about the sports bra showing. Meanwhile, I'm out here in the West <laughs> in my t-shirts that fit. When they get a little holy or like you've worn them, you just freaking cut the sides off. Like all, I'm just not raw dogging you. it. Oh, yeah. raw dogging it. Full sports bra out. Like we used to call, like the boys at school would literally call them the man thongs because they, the, when the boys would what? cut it, they would cut it to the point where both of their nipples were hanging out and it was just a strip of fabric right down the middle of their chest. Like That's horrific. Yes. It was a little gross on the boys. And the thing is, they never even got dress coded in high school for it. Oh my gosh. But girls, no, I, I had a bunch of t-shirts that were cut like basically to my hips. Like you could see my shorts through the holes in the sides. Dang. And so you could see my whole sports bra. And I don't think my mom loved it, but she also just thought it was whatever. And so if I would have tried to wear it just like to church, Mm -hmm. she would have thrown a fit for sure. For sure. She probably more saw it as just, like, a little, like, trendy kid thing rather than, like, that's so inappropriate or whatever. Yes. Well, and it was also, like, a very sporty thing. Like, you would wear that to sports practice. Yeah. And that was... It was pretty much done by the time I was in high school. But, like, it was more of an athletic thing than it was, like, a fashion statement. It was just... It is way too hot to mm-hmm. run basketball sprints or soccer sprints in a full t-shirt. And you have to wear a shirt at practice, so this is what I'm going to wear. That's fair. The other thing was I had no understanding of Southern Baptist Christian lingo. <laughs> I was so confused. So I get to college and these girls are all like, 
oh, how often do you do quiet time? Do you do quiet time? And I was like, no. What am I, a toddler? No. <laughs> like, is it like time out? Yes. Like, do I have to go sit in a corner? Are you talking about meditation? Do, yeah, do I discipline myself? That way? Is that how you guys do it? Is this just when I sit here and, like, is this my, like, contemplative meditation, stuff like that? Yeah. The transcendental meditation, is that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, And Lord. then, um, anyways. Word. I thank you. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> She's very smart. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> but, anyways, and so they said that, and I was like, no. And they're like, you don't read your Bible? Trying to Bible shame me. And I was like, of course I read my Bible. What are you, what talking, are you talking about? about? <laughs> And that's when I found out about quiet time and also just, like, people would be like, so how's your journey with Jesus going? Yeah. How's your daily walk feeling? Are you really walking with the Lord right now? Yeah. How's your season of singleness (laughs) going? (laughs) What's your sin struggle right now? (laughs) That's the worst one. That's the worst one. No, the worst one is I think the Lord is telling me to end our relationship. (laughs) I think Jesus is telling me to break up with you. That's the worst one. Boys, you know who you are. None of them, you used it on me, but I heard plenty of it. Yeah, I know it went around. Gross. Oh my gosh. That is so funny to me because if somebody, like, the, yeah, just like quiet time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you do in the morning, every single morning with your highlighter and coffee. I had no clue what yeah. that meant. It, at least where we were in like a Baptist college. Being Christian and, like, the trappings of Christianity was very trendy. Mm. It was, you want to have a really aesthetic-looking Bible. You want to have really pretty highlighters. Mm -hmm. You want to have a really pretty journal for you to write all your Bible verses in. Yeah. And it was less about your heart while you were doing it. Yeah, or the actual depth of your relationship. It was just like, can you Instagram it? Yes. (laughs) Is it picture perfect? Can you go sit at the coffee shop that's a block from school and go do it in front of everybody? Yeah. Yeah. And so I almost feel like, on one hand, it does make it, like, more fun and easier when you make it all, like, pretty like that. Yeah. But on the other hand, it makes it less real and more of a show. Yeah. So I do think there's a good balance. I think what's also funny to me is like you see all this stuff on or I personally see a lot of stuff on TikTok and like Instagram of people kind of like making fun of the like Baptist Christianity and like lingo and the like, I don't remember, but um, the person that comes to mind is like Jesse Bath on TikTok. She's hilarious. But it always kind of like rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, that is a like it. I don't know. I was like, there's, there's definitely something, or there can be things wrong with it, or it can be done wrong, but it also isn't all, you know, like, it's not all wrong. It's just, like, the lingo, or the verbiage, or, I don't know, because, like, I love a good Instagrammable coffee Bible time, but yeah. it's like, I don't need to do that. I think, obviously, that's where the, the split goes, is there's, like, people that you're like, so if you didn't do that, would you be okay? Like... If you didn't Instagram it, do you think people would die? Like, that? I think that's, yeah. Or if you didn't Instagram it, would you still do it? Right, right. Because that's, like, I totally agree. There are some things that are a little funky with it, and you have to be careful. But mm-hmm. there are some really good moments to it. And there's nothing wrong with sharing your walk with Christ or sharing the fact that you're in your Bible. It only becomes wrong when that is your goal. Yeah, that's the show and mm-hmm. not the actual behind the curtain 
Yes. So, I agree. It definitely does, yeah, it just makes me laugh, the amount of people that it's like, oh my god, what is this? It sounds like a TV show, yes. I'm sure, when you first enter it. It's like a whole different language. You really do have to, like, learn the language. And I will say, though I'm not, like, a super great speaker, I am fluent in Baptist ease now. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Yes. Um, Lastly, yes. Um, Boys in the South are allowed or encouraged to do things that girls are not. And um, one of my uh, struggles personally that is (laughs) getting better but still (laughs) ongoing is cussing. And (laughs) personal confession, everyone judge River. Yes, judge River. Five minutes of judgment. Five minutes. <laughs> Just five now. minutes of silence on the, on the podcast. <laughs> judge. Judge hard. But anyways, I have the mouth of a sailor. Send in- your hate DMs to River Dowen on Instagram. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Send them away. I had a little bit of a sailor mouth at times. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, you can't say that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, he just said it five minutes ago. Yeah. And that was fine. But me saying it was not fine. Yeah. And I was just so confused by that because I also have, like, a very kind of matriarchal family. Yeah. And um, my dad is one of, like, the biggest people of, no, you're just a person and so you can do that just as well as anybody else. Yeah. Get going. Yeah. I grew up with two sisters and a brother that, like, love you, Blake, but wasn't really in the picture for most of my childhood. And so there was no, like... I mean, I don't know. As much as we tried to push the, like, hey, dad, you can do the trash. Like, that was not going to fly. He was like, no, you do the trash. Um, You kill the spider. Yeah. But I know that that was not, that is definitely not the case for Southern culture. There is, like, such a deeply ingrained. And some of it, some of it is well-intentioned. Or harmless. Decently harmless. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with chivalry or, like, wanting to open somebody's door. Yeah. Or just be kind. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it only becomes a little tricky. Or toxic. Or toxic when it goes with the assumption that they wouldn't be capable of doing it without you. Correct. Or if I open a door for a guy and he, like, refuses to walk through it, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, gross. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just walk through the door. They're almost, like, rejecting you as, like, being... being capable as yeah. a person. And also what's funny is if I did that to them, they would be like, what a, what a B word. You yes. know, like they would, they would be like, that's so rude, mm-hmm. but it's not when you do it. Interesting. Yes. And so there were moments when I was able to utilize it and have men, have men carry my groceries in for me. Mm-hmm. But there were also moments when I was moving out and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to move my couch. No big deal mm-hmm. with my dad. And I had guys that were like, you can't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Mm. And I'm like, oh, buddy boy, you, I'm fine. I'm fine. You wish you could have carried half the things I've carried. <laughs> yeah. My dad, yeah, my dad just made it to where I was, ne- like, I hear that now and it's honestly a battle to not be like, watch me. Mm-hmm. Like. Yes. I'm or, that kid. there's been times when I've been with girls and they have refused to go places if it's after, <laughs> like, 5 p.m. unless a guy is with us. Okay, I and do fall in that category. Fine if as if the guy will be, like, 100 pounds soaking wet, literally no help at all if you get in a fight. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I, I feel, feel so, so safe. safe. <laughs> it's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm the problem. problem. It's me. 
my god, I just punched her over the face. <laughs> oh my but no, I'm like, dude, get over yourself. You and I could kick way more butt than seven <laughs> of this tiny little man. No offense, tiny man. We love we you. We love you. You have a great spirit. Yes. And we're so glad that you were willing to come along on all of our girl trips. Yes. But... I have no understanding of that. I, I guess that I, I see, uh, yeah, I am part of the problem for that one. Um, but I do see what you're saying. Another one. Another one. Another one. Is um, when I was at least in high school, because obviously there's more rules around what you wear and who you are. Um, but the track girls had to always wear a, I'm pretty sure, had to always wear shorts of some kind, obviously, and um, a tank top. Like, they had to be wearing a tank top. Boys could run shirtless. Oh. Perfectly fine. Which I'm not, I don't think the equivalent, right, is just, like, the girls running shirtless. But Ta-ta's the equivalent. Out, baby. <laughs> this is no longer a, a kid-friendly podcast. <laughs> We're going to have to click explicit content when I upload this. <laughs> Thanks, Rip. You're welcome. Um, Leave it to River. But I'd, at least the equivalent would be just wearing a sports bra. Like, should have been okay. Yeah. And they that was not the case. Or at least just require the men to wear shirts. It's yeah. really not that hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If women have If had we to have cover, to wear shirts, so can you. Yes. It's literally not. Yeah, like, youth camp, when it's like, girls had to wear one piece, guys, oh whatever. Gosh. Doesn't matter. Just wear whatever you want. Okay. Wear a for all we care. Guys, we're going to get on a tangent with this. Let's do it. Because this is not the South. This is just, like, Christian culture. So, yeah. I used to go to this Christian summer camp in Idaho. Idaho. The West. And I'm going to be honest, I, I have no idea where Idaho is on a map. It's right next to Wyoming and Utah, to okay. the West. I was on the swim team at that point. So, I had a one-piece swim team suit. Was that enough? No. That was not enough for this Christian summer school camp. Summer school. No, it was just a Christian <laughs> camp. Excuse me. Anyways. Just um, a summer camp. <laughs> the guys could wear just a normal... Like, they were even wearing shorty short swimsuits. Mm. And Chubbies. I had to wear... It had to be three fingers thick for the tank top strap. And um, it had to also cover, like, your whole butt cheeks in, like, shorts fashion. Oh. Yeah. Not, like, a swimsuit fashion. Like, full-on shorts. Yeah. And if it didn't, you had to wear shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. And so I, of course, would just wear a bikini under it. And so some of the girls would be like, oh, my gosh, hoochie, wearing a bikini. And I'm like, well, it's not like I'm showing anybody what's under it anyways. Uh, yeah. That, that will never cease to amaze me. No. In well, Christian culture. I just don't Stop get it. sexualizing 11-year-old girls' bodies. Thank you. Drop the mic. Boom. Wow. What a ride. Thank you for sticking this out and having fun with us. I hope that you laughed a little bit. I know I laughed like 30 million times when I was editing this back. So we will be continuing this conversation next week. So I hope that you guys have a fantastic day. Don't forget to rate the podcast and send me a DM on Instagram. Either of my Instagrams work and let's continue the conversation.